0: Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year.
1: Hammers were falling once again.
0: Buy numbers per option are actually up on last year. Rates, of course, on hold
1: again at 0.25%.
0: National house prices were still rising.
1: A man's home is his castle. And today it goes under the hammer. Welcome to Under the Hammer for
0: Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715.
1: And welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect, making moving easy for you. And if you are an agent interested in using Direct Connect, you need to call the team now on 1300 664 715 to see how the team at Direct Connect can help you. My name is Jane Neild. I'm a podcast producer and a little bit obsessed with real estate. And each week I'm joined by Stavros, company director for O'Brien Real Estate to to talk about the current state of the market, the local sales, sales stats, and a whole lot more. And we're also joined by friend of the pod, Helen Vasiliu, one of the account managers at Direct Connect. So firstly to you, Stav, hello.
0: G'day. How are you, Jane? What a big week has been.
1: It has been an incredible week. And uh, look, Helen was on the podcast a couple of episodes ago. So Helen, welcome to you from Direct Connect how have you been since we last chatted on Under the Hammer? Because it was almost the end of lockdown one. Everyone thought things were kind of on the up and up and things have certainly taken a U-turn since then. So how are you and how are the team? Thanks for asking.
2: We're great. Um, yes, yeah, so since we last spoke, COVID had hit and then... Now COVID's hit again and we are where we are, right? Um, So there's there's a lot that's happened since we spoke last and um, our whole organisation, you know, has looked after its people and acted fast. And this was to ensure that we were all safe and we were all able to continue looking after our referral partners and continue to give our referral partners and their clients a great customer experience. Um, so since we chatted last, um, we've tried to help real estate agents out there. So we've implemented twice monthly payments to our partners to help relieve financial stress. Um, and we've just contacted everybody um, and said, hey, are you OK? You know, and ask them if they need anything. So I just wanted to let you guys know that safety is one of our company values and This also includes mental health and wellbeing. So not only do we hold this value for our own people, but for our real estate partners and the entire real estate industry. So for Direct Connect, this has been a time to empathise with the industry and try to discuss different challenges and help where we can.
1: Do you know, that almost sent a shiver up my spine hearing you say that, Helen, because... Perhaps we overlook the impact, that, that mental health impact that this is having. Everyone knows we're doing it tough. If you're listening to this from outside of Melbourne, you cannot shop more than 5 k's away from your house. You must be in your home between the hours of 8pm and 5am. This is serious stuff as we're in stage four lockdown. But Helen, you know, you guys picking up the phone and just having a conversation with your clients, sometimes I get overwhelmed by the emails and just having that friendly person on the end of the phone saying, are you okay, must be a real boost to some of your clients.
2: Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, you know, there have just been so many examples that I can give where our real estate partners have just called to chat and to get things off their chest and we're here to listen to everyone and we're here to advise where we can Um, and we've tried to accommodate for everybody's requirements and we've just tried to be really empathetic during this challenging time and I think with every example that I you know I can sit here and give so many and with every example I think the important thing to note is that our partners feel comfortable to call us and to talk to us and they just all trust us. And that is invaluable in in business and in relationships. It's fabulous.
1: Now, Stav, you have actually used Direct Connect personally, and I know O'Brien, you know, does use uh, Direct Connect. So I've got a feeling you and Helen go back a little way. If I'm connecting the dots, you are both from Melbourne's wonderful Greek community, aren't you?
0: We, we are, and uh, not only the Greek community, but the uh, Pondian community too. So we both uh, got the Pondian background. What, sorry, what's the Pondian uh, thing? Pondian uh, is predominantly any any Greek name that ends in Edes, for example, uh, Ambedzidis like my name, or Longanides, like Stand the Man Longanides. We're Pondian. So our oh. um, our ancestors came from, uh, you know, micro Asia, like in, in Turkey, or from uh, Georgia in Russia. Uh, and they came into Greece. So they're Greeks that were under the 4 400-year you know, um, Ottoman Empire. So we have a, a real strong connection uh, amongst ourselves. We have our own dialect, our own dance, and predominantly from the northern part of Greece. So... So there you go. There's a bit of Greek Fascinating. history. I, yeah. I
1: will admit yeah. I'm absolutely fascinated yeah. by that history and, of course, the history of migration. So yeah. so you guys go back a long way even with your ancestors there. Yes. So what was your experience like working with Direct Connect?
0: Well, our position with O'Brien Real Estate, we do actually uh, – we are referring partners with uh, Direct Connect. So we do refer a lot of clients to them, and, and it's a great value add. It's a customer service. Um, part of our business. or It's a customer service line. It's a good touch point for our customers. What does that mean as a customer? So I've been on the other end where I've bought a property, uh, I've actually rented properties and Direct Connect have actually been my uh, assistance there and my service line. So what they do is they handle everything from where to go. So my details go to Direct Connect. So they've connected my water my electricity, my gas, all my services are relating to my house. They actually even did my Netflix. Uh, they did, um, from memory, they did my internet, uh, phone. Everything was handled. It's a one-stop shop. I'm busy. I'm very, very busy, and so is my wife. So we don't have time to be getting on calls Make, you know, being on hold sometimes you've got to wait thirty minutes to you know to the telco companies I, was, I nearly said Telstra there uh, they're probably the worst sometimes um, but <laughs> whack yeah whack um, but sometimes not always but um these guys handle everything for you from woe to go and that's what I found and being actually able to experience that too Jane, a lot of customers a lot of um, businesses we refer things to a third party supplier and we never know what it feels like on the other side of the counter. This was me experiencing on the other side of the counter, and I had to ring Helen and Craig from uh, Direct Connect and thank them and say what an awesome experience it was.
1: Was he okay to deal with, uh, Helen? Come on, you can – was he – had high standards being in the industry? (laughs)
2: Stav is real estate royalty. So we did, uh, you know, extra specially look after him. No, we, we, we treat everybody equally in the same. And um, that's so great, Stav, that, you know, you could see it from both perspectives, both from an agent and a mover. And um, thank you for those words. And, and we, it's a pleasure to, you know, be able to have, have assisted you, you know, during that process.
1: Well, we're going to talk a lot more about your work with Direct Connect and how you can help especially agents at this time in history out in just a moment. You are listening to Under the Hammer. Of course, for Direct Connect, you can call them on 1300 558 169 to see how they can benefit you and your team. Let's go to the weekend. I've heard a little rumour, Helen, that you're a little bit addicted to online auctions, especially the O'Briens one. Why do you enjoy watching an online auction? Is it just because Stav gets to do the big thing, the performance?
2: (laughs) Oh, that's definitely a massive part of it. I just, I think that O'Brien Real Estate, Stav, Darren, the team have just been so agile and have done so well, you know, in this challenging time to move to a platform like that, um, to continue, you know, selling homes for, for vendors and having buyers buy the homes i just think it's awesome and it is so exciting to watch so um a bit about me my husband works night shift so uh, he sleeps during the day so I'm up early on a Saturday morning, I have my coffee, log on to O'Brien TV to watch the auction and I'm in the living room and I'm like screaming going, oh, come on, bid, you know, oh, it's sold. And then you see my husband walk out of the bedroom going half asleep, oh, are you watching auctions again? And I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, is this O'Brien real estate? I'm like, yeah. And then he'll just get on the couch with me and
1: watch. So it's really cool. There is just something so compelling about it because of course it's like, you know, we start here, we have an end game. This is what we want to do. We want to sell this property. So I just find I can't turn it off. It's like the best reality TV going around.
0: Well, so <laughs> it's like sport. Look, it it is like sport and and watching an exciting game, but the f- the funny thing the way uh, Helen describes it and she calls me afterwards usually to tell me you know, how we went and how exciting it was. But I feel like Larry Ebner. It actually feels like that <laughs> she's, watching, she's watching uh, the new prices Right. And, you know, someone's saying, more, higher, higher, lower, lower. And she actually screams, you yeah, one more bid, one more bid. And she's actually encouraging the buyers to bid. And I find it very hilarious. But she's not there in isolation. There is others. You know, I get calls from so many people that find it so exciting and so real And more than ever, I know Helen said to me once um, she loved the fact that we actually interview the buyers, the first home buyers, as soon as it's over, or the vendors that have sold and how it's changed their lives. But it is real, real uh, reality TV. Um, and you know, Helen, remember that, um, that young couple that bought the property and you rang me and said how exciting it was. Like, it was just uh, really, really good, good feedback.
2: Yeah, that was the property in Hampton Park. And it's so inspirational because I was a first train buyer once as well. And it's a scary, it's a scary thing. And to have people like Stab and the team at O'Brien's guide you through that process and, and, you know, and, and these guys at O'Brien's, you guys build such an amazing trust with, with your clients and it's just so it's so important and it it's so awesome to see mm-hmm.
0: Thank you, Helen.
1: So what were the clearance rates over the weekend, Stav? Because, you know, for a couple of weeks, we've been in stage four lockdowns. We discussed last week that Mm. everyone had to rapidly pull all their gear out of their offices, make sure they could do stuff from home. Unlike, you know, you guys who are already well and truly established with a TV (laughs) studio. Have we seen the clearance rates just completely dive in stage four lockdown? Or are you seeing something different?
0: Okay, so last week we used the buzzword, you know, slingshot that we and, and you love that. I love, with a a sort of, you know, a
1: retraction, the the energy is stored, therefore it will
0: (laughs) Yeah, and and exactly right. And and you and I discussed it off air that we believe that after the 14th of September there will be that energy, you know, we'll probably do three months' worth of business in one month. But the buzzword for this week, I've got a new one for you, there seems to be an appetite to transact. (laughs) And why I say this, this appetite, like week 33 of uh, 2020, Victoria was going, you know, we're preparing for stage, uh, for third week of stage four restrictions, and we did bigger transactions than I actually personally expected. We had 955 transactions with an 81% clearance rate for the week that's just gone by. Now, I think that's an outstanding result, um, especially how we can't actually do our activities. We can't do uh, private inspections. All our auctions have to be from our living room or from here from the Croc studios uh, through O'Brien TV um we've got a, everything's virtual uh, we use docusign or i agree as platforms for electronic signatures um and you know it's 13 weeks in a row of 900 plus sales f- for the week like that's 13 weeks in a row and that's during covid um the national figures were extraordinary too like you know, we had over 5,000 um, transactions again for the week. So we had that last week. We had more transactions than last week. So it just seems to continually rise. When we look at this time last year, now last year we didn't have COVID. So Victoria actually had slightly better figures last um, last year for the same week. But nationally, actually, we were 17% up. So if Victoria was allowed to transact freely we would have smashed these figures out of the park. Last year we always talked about 4,000, 4,500 transactions a week. This year the new um, number has always been and the new expectation has been somewhere in the 5,000s, week in, week out. So the numbers, you know, there is, and that's why I've put the word appetite this week, there is Mm. an appetite to transact for Australians. They love it. Um, And that's without international buyers. That's just Australian buyers.
1: That's really interesting. You mentioned the international thing as well Mm. because for some people I'm, Assuming, I mean, there's always been that sort of thing in Melbourne that, oh, you're going to be bidding against, mm. you know, expats and, and people yep. moving home or migrating here, that you sort of feel like, oh, it might be out of our league. Mm. But when you eliminate a whole... Realm of competition, mm. especially in an auction market, that's pretty exciting times for people wanting to invest, yeah. isn't it?
0: Look, it is, and, and the biggest complaint we've had probably through seventeen, you know, two thousand seventeen, eighteen, and even through nineteen was that they were competing against um, Asian buyers um, who were trying to get into the market. Uh, for different reasons, whether it was for, to get kids into Glen Waverly, in, into the school zone or unis and different things like that. You don't have that at the moment. Has it been reflected in the prices? Slightly, yes. So the market's come down about 2% for the month uh, and for the quarter only about 2.5%. And you know, yesterday I was in a in a Macquarie Bank conference and they were doing a presentation and they actually showed that they believe the market actually will drop by up to 4 4.5% in prices. But they believe in a V-shaped recovery. In other words, it will be a slingshot again. And they believe it will go up by about 7% uh, into 2021 uh, and leading into uh, 2022. So the market and the future isn't that grim. You know, there is transactions. We've got a client at the moment, um, Jane, and this is so interesting. They've sold their property prior to stage four. They settled in 20 days, which is before stage four finishes, Right. They are unconditional, they need to buy, and the SOS message went out to the whole O'Brien group yesterday, we need to find these people a house, they'll buy it unseen, because they will be homeless, because as Dan Andrews said, settlements will still take place, Uh, final inspections will still take place, Uh, removalists can still uh, move and they can transact, Um, banks can transact, these people need to find a home. So there are a lot of people in this boat that need to find something, and we've got nothing for them. So if you're looking at buying or selling, I reckon right now is a good time to to put your house on the market because you don't have the competition. Mm -hmm. After 14th of September, there'll be a lot of competition. So at the moment... I reckon, yeah, put your house on the market, put it either off market and we've got buyers for you.
1: Now, Helen, in the people that you're talking to on a daily basis, are you finding that people are maybe even surprised that they are still able to move and do the settlements and things? Because from what Stav's saying, you know, the government is very mindful that we can't just shut down the entire housing sort of market. So are people feeling okay that you've been speaking to?
2: Uh, Yeah. um, Most people are trying uh, to be positive. Um, I think a lot of people um, and referral partners understand that, yes, okay, so it's a little bit different and it's a little bit more difficult to make those real estate transactions now, but it's not impossible. And there's all of these, you know, bank up of these transactions that are going to happen at some stage, right? So, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of, when? And so a lot of my referral partners are really using this time to upskill their staff um, and to just reach out to their databases and stay in touch. Because, you know, like stab said, it's not a dead market. It's going to continue and people forever need to move house. So that's what I'm seeing.
1: Now, Steph, do you have a property that um, you sold this week in the O'Brien Group that you sort of stands out? Is there, is there any sale that really gave you that little spring in your step or was it all just good across the board?
0: It, look, it was good across the board and I don't have all the figures from every office. We've got over 30 offices and, and I've got to actually congratulate and welcome we're, we're actually opening in Warragul and Druin. So Sorry. in
1: the middle of a pandemic, yes. you're
0: opening new offices. We are. We're, we're recruiting <laughs> well and done. we're opening new offices. But I do have the figures for some of the southern offices like Chelsea, Caram Downs and Lang Warren. They've actually done 19 transactions this month already, which is phenomenal uh, being in a pandemic. Um, there is a, a young lady, Kim Ferguson. She she made a transaction, uh, a development site, site Unseen, and she's got, actually got developments at the moment that she's selling um, to developers that um, yeah, they don't need to see it. They just need to see the title. They need to you know, speak to council, find out what they can put on it. So these things are still happening at the moment. So there is a bit of activity happening down the southern bayside area and, and into, say, Carrum Downs.
1: So you might have answered another question that I had because I'm in the eastern suburbs, mm-hmm. you know, a little further out, in an area which literally, you know, every month you'll see three or four houses in a kind of block being mm. knocked down and redeveloped. I was thinking, how are they doing this so quickly? That one was only on the market like two months ago. The fences are going up, the construction company signs are going in and demolishing is still happening. Rebuilding is happening, which is great for the economy. Mm. So a lot of these people, they know they know what they need from a development block and they're just not bothering to go and do a site inspection.
0: No, no, they're not. And you know why? Because they've actually got the buyer, the buyers lined up. They've actually got a waiting list of buyers that are looking for, for that sort of product. Some of them are involved. Some of the developers that we deal with are involved with accounting firms or accounting seminars where there's investment nights done. So there's always a, a lead source of, of buyers there. And it depends where they are. Some of these properties that they're buying are in a university zone or in a high school zone. So there's always going to be buyers uh, or investors looking at buying. Because they know they're going to get tenants uh, for properties, but as long as building can still go ahead, as long as they they work within the restrictions that Dan Andrews is actually allowed. So yes, there are hoarding boards going up, and the, mm. the reason for that is so instead of just having a normal fence up, I'm I'm seeing a lot of hoarding boards go up so the workers can work behind um behind the fence line and not be viewed or see uh, seen. Um, but there's there's a lot less workers. Per work site too, according to the restrictions and according yeah. to the company.
1: Yeah, so where you might have seen a street with literally twelve or thirteen Utes and yep. tradies on one site, mm. they're really just pulling that density of workers back to comply yeah. with regulations.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's usually one one line of um, technicians, whether it's plumbers or electricians or the demolishers. Um, so they're, they're they're working within the rules that they're allowed.
1: Now, this could be a whole topic for another episode, but do you have any feeling on how things are going in the CBD and particularly with maybe retail space and office space? Should We we might need to get a, an expert in on this realm in future episodes, but I am hearing there is a lot of
0: vacant property around Melbourne. Yeah, look, the Lipness test, I always say, because uh, I live in Mornington uh, and also um, I spend a lot of time in South Yarra. The Lipness test for me has always been looking at Chapel Street and looking at Main Street Mornington, two of the busiest spots uh, or busiest retail spots um, in Melbourne that, that I know of and that I live and um, deal with every day. There's a lot of vacancies, a mm. lot of vacancies in those two spots where you used to have to pay key money to get into those spots. Um, people are actually uh, begging you to take over. There's a so lot. So, what
1: of... does key money mean for those well, of us who aren't quite as okay, into the ba- industry? <laughs> back in
0: the old days, back in the old days, um, to get into a, a position, um, you'd have to pay key money instead of just taking over a lease. You'd have to pay someone a bit of goodwill or some money up front, and sometimes it was up to hundreds of thousands of dollars wow. to get that position um, in Main Street, Mornington or Chapel Street. The legalities of it is to be questioned. That was a different story altogether, um, but it did happen um, back in the you know 2005 up to 15s. You know, I remember it happening quite vividly. Um, yeah, so yeah. So for
1: commercial, is. you know, people looking for a commercial premises, it was worth putting a bit more cash up yeah. front to get that prime position. And what do you think, just as a, you know, a personal opinion, how is this going to reverse? Like, will people just be jumping on those great spots? If someone gives up a spot, even if the trade might not be there now, surely they're looking two years down the track and going, it's worth trying to get that location when things pick up again.
0: Yeah, sure. You've got to probably look at the purpose um, and understand that any successful business, uh, and I've been in business for over 20 years, you're solving someone's problem. If you're not solving someone's problem, you're not going to succeed in business. And what I mean by that is you think of anything, the local coffee shop that does well, they're, they're solving a problem that I want a coffee and you want a coffee and we'll go there and buy something. If you're opening a business that's not solving problems, and that's what you've got to analyze, in those locations, well, then you're not going to do well. So there are certain shops that are closing down in particular. um, And a lot of them are retail shops, because a lot of the stuff nowadays, you get online, you buy stuff, you get Facebook ads, Instagram um, ads, uh, and you see an ad, even if you're just sitting there on the couch, and you'll see something on I was Googling golf clubs the other day. And all oh, of look sudden, out.
1: Your whole feed will be full of golf full clubs. It's full of
0: golf, <laughs> golf stuff. And I actually bought a couple of things. So I think if it's retail, that's, that's going to suffer. Um, human interaction, things that need the human touch. Um, and realestate.com actually did a really good um, survey on this, and they actually have a really good um, uh, program on it where they show anything that's human touch, like real estate, th- things like that will actually survive. Um, coffee shops should survive. Restaurants should survive. So, yeah. Interesting.
1: Helen, are you uh, prone to a bit of online shopping and have your habits changed as much as a lot of other people? I,
2: uh, yeah, it's funny. I am uh, prone to online shopping, um, but my my shopping has changed. So now instead of shopping for, say, dresses or work clothes, I shop for tracksuits. Uh, so yeah. um, it's just changed. But, you know... Um, yeah, I do. I do like myself a little bit of online shopping, and it, it passes time as well. So, which is good.
0: But well, one one thing I've noticed being at home, I've just realised how much online shopping my wife does. Oh, look out! <laughs> because the doorbell rings nearly every day.
1: She's staying safe. She's just trying to do the right thing by the Australian economy. (laughs) You are listening to Under the Hammer. Our guest today is Helen Vasilio, one of the account managers at Direct Connect. And we are here with one of the company directors for O'Brien Real Estate, Stav. Hey, you have come off of a couple of hours doing Greek radio, Greek language radio on Rhythmos. I just want to check in with your international callers. I'd love to have a little snapshot of what some of the... The people who I understand are calling you from all over the world have been asking about this week, stuff.
0: Yeah, so Rhythmos uh, is in the same studio as where we are right now in the Croc Media um, building. So... There are ten cities that we that are that are pretty big with Greek population. Melbourne is actually number one in the world. Yeah, um, we've got a huge, huge. Greek expat abs- population. Yeah. yeah, huge. But so so is Sydney. So is um, there's Greeks of Boston, Greeks of New York, Greeks of Greeks of Toronto, Cologne, Dusseldorf, they London. Sound like reality
1: TV it's shows, unbelievable. the Real
0: Housewives of- <laughs> Yeah. So there's a lot of Greeks, and Greeks stay very connected. One thing about Greeks is, as you would have seen on my Big Fat Greek Wedding, we actually wherever we have migrated to in the world, we actually do go to Greek school. So we do learn to speak Greek. We learn our cultures, our background. Um, And so we do stay connected across the world. There's 160,000 people that actually tune in, Greeks that is, that tune into Rhythmos. So it's it's pretty big, and some of the questions vary because everyone's got a different – don't don't forget, some areas of the world, they're in summer at the moment, so they're talking about summer stuff. We're talking about winter stuff. Um, they're dealing with different lockdowns, so it's interesting hearing what's happening in um, Germany, uh, in the US, and the different perspectives – Um, So it's quite interesting um, hearing some of the subjects uh, or the subject matter. We talk real estate, but we talk all things, whether it's soccer. So the big topic today was um, (laughs) Barcelona losing 8-0 in the Europa Cup. I I think that was the big topic of the day today. So there you go. (laughs) Helen,
1: it must be great to hear that there is this connection worldwide.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. We are we are everywhere. Greeks are everywhere. At the end of the day, we're just people like everybody else. But it's wonderful that um yeah we've been able to hold our you know traditions and our customs no matter where we
1: are in the world. And rumour has it that Stav's mum is feeding half the neighbourhood with eggs from her garden. That just makes me so jealous of that big uh, backyard.
0: <laughs> I actually, uh, I, Helen, I brought in two trays of eggs for the uh, the two dish jockeys. Um, and they just love it. And, you know, we've got honey, and my mum's got her own veggies. So it's quite funny. Um, the guys here all love it. <laughs>
2: now, now My parents are no different stuff.
1: <laughs> now, Helen, let's get into the details of Direct Connect, of course. If you've, uh, you know, just heard of the company, really a lot of what you are doing, like you said, is working with other partners and business to business, the B2B kind of end of things. So, How can you make it easier? I mean, Stav has given you his experience, but with an agent who is juggling multiple properties, multiple people coming and going, that is a lot to sort of get your head around if you're going to try and do all of those transactions yourself. So what's the sort of first step with Direct Connect and and what are you making easier for agents?
2: Sure. Um, So, first step is uh, just contact us, call us, email us, LinkedIn us. Um, We are happy to, you know, engage and we are happy to discuss what a mutually beneficial partnership will look like. We want to let agents know how Direct Connect can add value to their business and that's not only financially but through so many other methods. So, you know, integrations, consultations, data and insights – We have a prodigious amount of resources and tools. So just reach out. And from there, we do the heavy lifting. So after that, our main focus is the customer experience, both for the agency and the movers. So we'll teach the agency how to send leads, how to maximize the value of the partnership, Then we get the leads, Um, we call the the movers and we organise their utilities in one simple phone call. And it's a free service as well. So our process and our service, I think it's important to note that is an extension. It's an extension of your real estate brand and service. So that carries out in our process through to our real estate partners and their movers and it it upholds the, the integrity of both of our brands.
1: It was um, really apparent to me when I spoke to a friend who settled on a beautiful property, Oak Bank in the Adelaide Hills, on Friday. So I've kind of been like her her real estate counsellor because I'm desperate to hear stories of people who aren't in lockdown. So, you know, after all of the inspections, after all of the contract negotiations, I did find out that they secured the property with only just about $2,000. I mean, we're talking well over a million dollars here. $2,000 was the winning bid. So after that huge build-up, they get the keys and settlement on Friday. They've got the tradies coming in on Saturday. She told me she has spent hours on the phone to the energy company. What happens when the tradies rock up trying to put in, uh, you know, start demoing the new bathroom? There's no electricity. And it was almost like the straw that broke the camel's back. So you must hear stories, bad stories like that a lot, but that's how you can also help people to avoid the massive letdown when they finally get the keys and there's no lights on. (laughs)
2: Yeah, absolutely. We, we're here to help people and we're here to make um, a move more convenient. And that's both for the agent and for the mover themselves. So we're, we're here to save people time. And, you know, we've got such a huge back end and and support that when things do go wrong, we can easily solve them.
1: Yeah, so I guess you've actually got those relationships too that I'm assuming that if Helen gets on the phone and has, has a chat to a, a particular power company, you are obviously going to jump ahead of the queue than someone just, you know, having another whinge about something not quite being right. Do you think? Am I wrong?
2: Oh, particularly, but I have the resources (laughs) to be able to assist, that's for sure.
1: (laughs) Hey, I wanted to mention before we go, a little good news story that I found on realestate.com.au. Stab in front of you, there is a picture and I'll show Helen here down the uh, the Zoom call. A wonderful story coming out of Sydney. A 100-year-old St George woman gets bumper price for her home of nearly 80 years. I don't know about you, but I love hearing stories. Of we paid, it was only a thousand pounds. The house that her husband and her bought in uh, 1938, she's just turned a hundred. She's been in the home for 80 years and sold it at auction for 1.17 million dollars. Watched the auction online from her new nursing home. Don't you just find that, Helen, just so heartwarming to hear stories like that after 80 years selling a property?
2: It's like it's bringing a tear to my eyes. (laughs) It's so, it's so nice, isn't it? It's a wonderful story. And congratulations to her. That's cool.
1: I wonder how much a thousand pounds back in the day in 1938 stabbed. Like you're looking at a very large uh, capital
0: gain there, aren't you? Oh, it's huge, absolutely (laughs) huge. But um, no, that's a great. A good news story. I reckon uh, this could be something we could do every week, uh, a good news story like that.
1: Oh, I cannot. If I see a a great little real estate story in my newsfeed, I cannot help but get the details of that. So perhaps, you know, you can uh, get in touch with Stab and and tell him if you've got a family member who's just had an incredible sale like that. But imagine moving out after
0: 80 years. That's remarkable. Oh, it's just crazy. One thing I wanted to point out about Direct Connect that uh, I mentioned before selling, um, and you mentioned something, Helen, about movers. It's actually renters and sellers. It's both. It's Great tenants. Point. Yeah. So I don't want anyone listening to this thinking it's just for people that sell or buy a property. It's all movers. So it's the four dimensional client. Whether it's a vendor, uh, a seller, so a seller, a buyer, a landlord, or a tenant, we can uh, Direct Connect can assist all four you know, dimensional clients there. So
1: Yeah, that's true, isn't it, Helen? And there's been a lot yeah. of movement in the rental market over the last uh, few months, you know. In early stages, we heard that people were just abandoning leases left, right and centre. But I'm assuming there's still a fair amount of movement in the Melbourne market.
2: Yeah, absolutely. There is movement. There will always be movement and there will always be ebbs and flows with movement. And stab's right. We cater for all movers. So that isn't just renters. It's not just vendors. It's not just buyers. It's whoever is moving and whatever the circumstance of that move is.
1: They can help you to make it a whole lot easier. That's Helen Vasilou from Direct Connect. Helen, thank you so much for being our guest on the show, and well enjoy the auctions on Saturday morning. I love the idea that you're getting up with a cup of coffee and watching Stav sell houses online. It's a new world we live in, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Thank you so much for having me, guys. And Stavros Ambiziti. I've said it wrong, haven't I? It's, Come on, you said it before, and I can't. It, even...
0: It's Stavros Ambizidis, but you know what? Unlike Madonna, I don't use my surname. <laughs> <laughs> or like Prince, it's just Stavros.
1: Okay, that's fine. We're about three episodes in now, so I feel I well, I know you fine. well enough to call you Stavros. So uh, Stavros, company director for O'Brien Real Estate there. Talking real estate, how can people get in touch with you, Stav?
0: So a couple of things. You can call me on 0409708000 or you can email me at stavros at obre.com.au. And what I'll do is I'll actually get the best agent to contact you with whatever your real estate need is. It won't be me directly, but I can actually, because we've got 30 officers, so it could mm. be out in the west, it could be up in the north in Sydenham or out in Blackburn. We can help you anywhere, even Phillip Island, Druin now and Warragul. So, um, yeah, just con- contact me and I can assist you and send you in the right direction.
1: Oh, and a great news story to hear that you are actually expanding in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. My name's Jane Nield. It's been a pleasure with you being with you on Under the Hammer this week. All of the links and those contact details for Stav and for Direct Connect will be in the show notes of this podcast. That's just the little show description that goes along. Very easy to then click through and get in touch with Direct Connect. Of course, if you're an agent interested in using Direct Connect, call them on 1300 664 715. That's 1300 664 715. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week on Under the Hammer.
0: Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Direct Connect. Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715.
1: If you enjoyed Under the Hammer, then check out the other podcasts in the Red Energy Lifestyle series. For the foodie, enjoy Tuesday with Ash Pollard. Really, the people around here truly lived farm to table. And so that's kind of how I've been cooking. And I know it's trendy now, but it was necessity back then. Moving house, call local energy retailer Red Energy. Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer, part of Red Energy's podcast lifestyle series. Available on your favorite podcast platform and the SEM an app.